Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker. Good morning, world. How are you doing this morning? It's absolutely gorgeous today. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope nothing uh, is too troubling, nothing that you can't handle. I have confidence in you because you are fabulous. You are a great person. You have the confidence. You have all the capability that you need within yourself. You just need to pull it out and look within yourself as well and utilize that. Believe in you and believe that you can do it as I do believe that you can. And if you need a little help, give me a call back, send me an email. Be happy to help you in any way we can. Uh, But this morning, uh, we really want to talk about um, moving forward and and what do we do uh, as we move forward. But um, in particular, interest for me is is how we move forward in terms of as we work or how we work or what we're doing when we work. Uh, and, and we'll get to that in a moment. But I, I tell you, I can't believe this is November. It is, this feels like the year has just gone by so fast. So many things have happened. Uh, so many things are continuing to happen. Uh, life is good. Um, there's a lot going on in our world. Uh, We're exposed to so much every day, and I think that just kind of blows our mind in some some instances, and and we just really forget about it, or we dive into work, or we dive into something to help us uh, 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 forget about, uh, as the old song used to say, uh, forget all your cares and woes, Uh, so you just kind of dive into it and, and focus on something that you have control on, uh, that you're able to do, um, that you can make a difference in. And and for the most part, that's really great. But I, I think some of us, and, and I can say this because I am a recovering workaholic. Um, I think I am, at least I'm trying very hard <laughs> uh, not to be, um, even though my brother says I have three jobs and i I'm not sure that I do, but he could be right. Um, uh, but but as a society, we seem to be working harder and and not necessarily having as much fun. And and I'd like us to put more fun into our day and into our lives, uh, and having much more uh, uh, having a much better life than what. Uh, than what we probably may be. Or um, as I said, I know it's an old cliche, we say it a lot, but really living your best life is living the life that you desire, the life that you want to live. You know, it's one of those things where you sit back and you think about, wow, what do I really want out of my life? What do I really want to do? How do I really want this to look? And and then how do I make it happen? What are the same things I got to do? And so we're going to talk about some of that today. But we're really we're going to we're going to start out focusing on um, the question of the day, and that is: Are you a workaholic? You know, I've already told you I'm a recovering one. I know what it's like to do that to be that. Uh, but I want I want to know if you are a workaholic. So if if you can 
bear with me and just take a, a quick uh, kind of assessment for me uh, and uh, and uh, and answer the following questions. You know, take a few minutes. Now, if you're driving, please don't do this <laughs> unless you can do it mentally. Uh, but even then, I want you to concentrate on what you're doing. But if you're at work or if you're at home, you know, if you've got a quick pencil, a piece of paper, or um, if you are some folks who's like, I don't have any paper. Well, what about your computer or your um, your tablet or your iPhone or your iPad or any of those things? You know, and just kind of uh, respond to these questions. And for for each of the questions, I'd like you to rate them. There's only there's only seven questions. I'd like you to rate them as things you you do either never or you rarely do it or you sometimes do it or you often do it or you always do it okay so never rarely sometimes often and always okay here's the first one think of how you can free up more time to work Okay, so the question is, do you think of how you can free up more time to work? Okay, never, rarely, sometimes, often, and always. Okay, question two, do you spend more, much more time working than initially intended? Do you spend much more time working than you initially intended. Do you work in order to reduce feelings of guilt, anxiety, helplessness, and depression? That's the third question. Do you work in order to reduce feelings of guilt, anxiety, helplessness, and depression. Okay, question four. Do you or have you been told by others to cut down on work without listening to them? Have you been told by others to cut down on work without listening to them? Question five, have you become stressed or do you become stressed if you are prohibited from working? So do you become stressed if you can't work? That's the kind of question. Okay. Question six, do you deprioritize your hobbies, leisure activities, and exercise because of your work? Meaning, do you make them less important? Do you deprioritize hobbies, leisure activities, and exercise because of your work? And the seventh question, do you work so much that it has negatively influenced your health? Do you work so much 
that it has negatively influenced your health. Okay. So if you have, if you look at your answers and if you answer often or always on at least four of those seven criteria, then you're either a workaholic or you're at serious risk of becoming one. How many of you answered at, to at least four times, uh, either often or always, on the questions? And I can see a lot of you raised your hands up there. So a lot of you did. Well, know that you might, you might be a, a workaholic. Or you're about to become your serious risk to becoming one. Now, this particular survey, you're wondering, where did you get this from? Okay, so it's the, uh, it was developed by a, a Norwegian, uh, uh, by Norwegian researchers called the Bergen Work Addiction Scale. So that's what it is. It's one way um, to, to get some idea in terms of if you are a workaholic or maybe you're becoming a workaholic. Um, and that's the virgin uh, addiction scale. So now, so when we talk about workaholics or we're thinking about workaholics, um, know that a workaholic is different from someone who who may work uh, long hours. Okay, so the, even the term workaholic was first, you know, coined by a psychologist named Wayne, uh, Doctor Wayne. Uh, back in 1968. So we even haven't had this term that long, but I think we use it more and more often. Uh, and he did it uh, based on someone with an uncontrollable need to work incessantly. incessantly. So he was looking at people's relationship to work as an addiction uh, because because everything that I've been seeing and everything that as I've researched this and, and thought about and, and looked through this is that this is, uh, in many instances, a mental health issue. Uh, and we don't think of it that way, but, you know, mental health comes in many different forms and many different varieties. So... As I was also as I was trying to look or find a definition for workaholics, what I found I mean what I found is that there was no just one single definition uh, that was identified uh, for a workaholic. Okay, uh, they did say that workaholics are not just passionate; uh, that they they believe they don't have a choice but to work. They have to do this. They sometimes uh, that's reinforced by uh, the recognition that they get sometimes at work. Maybe they get promotions or maybe they get raises or um, maybe they have money. Um, but um, usually workaholics really can't disconnect from the normal work day. So they just can't seem to turn it off. Um, and they begin finding less joy in their career and they become less engaged in, in most things. Um, so, so when I'm thinking about workaholic, that's kind of what I'm referring to. And, and yes, I could say I could find myself in those words, and I could find myself uh, in as I was doing the scale uh, as well. Um, and I, and I did a little uh, want to do a little history in terms of 
of what that means and what that looked like uh, in America. Because when I, I I interact with or meet a lot of uh, people from all over the world on a daily basis. Um, it's just part of of, of of what I do in terms of what I'm when I'm working, and. Um, and most of the time when I see them, they're on vacation. And and I know that I, I talk to them about, uh, about you know, well, when we're on vacation, and I say, oh, yes, I'm on vacation for three weeks, or I'm on vacation for a month, or, um, and, and, I, and I feel a little envious of them because um, that's, I mean, that's kind of their regular vacation schedule. They have three weeks, they have a month vacation, you know, and they take it. And I don't find that we do that a lot here. And so, and so we'll talk a little more about, uh, uh, a little more background about that as it relates to uh, the American work culture when we come back from break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you wish you could avoid having difficult conversations with your kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe? Do you struggle with what and how much to say? You're not alone. Tune into Holistic Sex Ed Radio with host Robin LaCrosse for a fresh new perspective on sex education that goes beyond the birds and the bees. We gather together every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for conversations designed to improve your relationships, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned into From the Inside Out. 
To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the inside out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back. We're talking about our our work culture, and then I'm, I'm particularly talking about, or specifically about, uh, those of us who are either workaholics or are on the verge of workaholics, and who, you know, want to get out of being a workaholic. What are the what is that? And just talking a little, um, get a little history about you know where that all originated, at least from the American viewpoint. Um, you know, Americans work on average. Uh, and this was back in uh, 2000, I think late 17, uh, there was a study and, and Americans worked on average of 44 hours per week or an 8.8 hour day. Um, now, the government first started tracking um, work hours back in the 1890s. Um, And at that time, they were looking at full-time manufacturing employees who tended to work, and some of you may not believe this, 100 hours a week. Think about that. They worked 100 hours a week. They just about ate, sleep, you know, did whatever at work. Uh, And then um, at that time, uh, the workers complained so much, and uh, and uh, eventually labor organizations organized, and it was because of those labor organizers that put the pressure on companies, uh, where they changed and came up with uh, a lesser, uh, what was considered more equitable, uh, work week. Uh, but and and in in 2014 though Gallup the Gallup poll. Um, identified an average uh, working, at least in America, of 47 hours per week or 9.4 hours. And it seems like it was starting to rise up again. And a lot of the workers that they spoke with at that time said they worked at least 50 hours per week. Now, we're talking about right now just working one job, uh, almost 50 hours a week. That's a, that, that's a lot of time to be spending at work. It doesn't leave much time uh, really to do anything else. Uh, take it from me, uh, who has done that uh, and has and, and been there. So I totally get it. And I understand some of the whys about it. Um, but uh, if, if you look at um, uh, um, particularly in industries like uh, technology industries or tech industries or or even finance industries, uh, when you start looking at those professionals, um, they often work in excess of 60 hours per week as a rule. It's just what they do. And, you know, there are two sides of technology. There's one that's that good thing that allows us to do the things we need to do and to reach across the world in a blink of an eye or, uh, you know, find out, read messages or communicate with people faster. But that also allows people to be, particularly tech workers, I see this a lot. So I work with and have worked with 
a lot of people on the tech side, whether it's uh, uh, the software person uh, at particular jobs uh, that, uh, that are not technical tech industries or someone who's actually in a technology um, uh, business, um, because of, of the ease and the convenience of our technology, they can be contacted at home. Um, I, when I worked uh, with um, uh, Toyota, one of the things that uh, I did not like, but it, I mean, I know it wasn't much I could do about it at that time, but one of the things that I knew is that, you know, some of the tech people are on call 24 hours a day. So it makes it kind of difficult in some instances to arrange your schedule or to get off the clock or not to consider work when, when folks can do that. And I would imagine finance folks, um, particularly in this day and age, are seeing some of the, the same results. And then a, a uh, 2017 Bloomberg uh, Business Week report said that American uh, factory workers work 12 hours or more a day, seven, six or seven days a week. Uh, you know, when you start adding that up and thinking about what that means and how that impacts everything that you do, and you look at the family and your relationships, and you think. Wow, that's a lot of work. Why are we working that hard? You know, I, I ask that question more and more, and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or um, because I'm, and maybe I, maybe I have some dissatisfaction myself. Um, you know, but I'm thinking about the time when I was really, gosh, super workaholic. I had uh, three jobs at least. Uh, and I would work a full, in fact, I had two full-time jobs, if you can believe it. So uh, working five days a week at each job um, and then tried to pick up a second job, um, I mean a third job as well, uh, I, I was just absolutely nuts. Um, did I have uh, money? Sure. I worked and I, I worked I worked my butt off uh, and worked hard at it and um, had fun doing it uh, I thought but I think what it was was more that adrenaline uh, rush that you get you know when you get excited about something I did have I was having fun because it was in my field and I was doing things and we were making changes and uh, just working at a really fast pace which I love. Um, but uh, here's the kicker, you know, uh, working all the overtime or, or working two, three, four jobs, you know, doing all of that, uh, being a workaholic, uh, having the money uh, doesn't do you any good if you die before you spend it. <laughs> uh, so so it's, it's something to think about. Uh, you've got to, when I think about in terms of work, uh, being a workaholic can be detrimental to your health. Uh, and detrimental to relationships. So you really have to begin taking care of yourself and thinking about that um, as you are as you are working. I uh, I can, I'll tell you uh, though I I was so tired and sometimes you're tired and you don't realize you're tired. Uh, have you ever gone past that work where you work so hard that uh, uh, that you're tired, but you know it feels like you've got that extra kick of adrenaline. You don't know why you can't stop, or, or you know you can't sleep. 
Um, uh, but that's from from that's your body trying to tell you to slow your ass down. <laughs> that's your body trying to tell you, okay, whoa. And I had uh, my 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 body and the universe try to tell me that because I was working. Uh, as I said, I was working two full-time jobs, and I was doing a consultant work with uh, a government agency, actually, and uh, it was one of those days where you work one of those really long days, and I was doing an all-nighter uh, and didn't really have the sleep I needed because I'd been working 12, 13, maybe 14 hours, you know, for that whole, well, those couple of weeks. So, you know, with that, you're not getting a lot of sleep. You're not getting a lot of rest. I'm eating at my desk if I'm eating. And what I'm eating is not necessarily healthy, uh, what I'm eating. I'm getting things done and we're moving and we're on track, you know, but I could feel myself beginning to slow down. And this particular time, um, uh, and, and maybe it's happened to you where you're in this big project and you're working and then suddenly people are sick or they're calling and calling in. Uh, they can't make it in and you just don't have enough help and you're trying to do it all yourself. And this particular time I'm driving home from the place that I um, uh, was working and I was driving home, going to run home, put a quick shower, change clothes, you know, get back out. And on my way back to the place, I thought I saw something run <laughs> run in the road. I swerved to try to miss it and actually hit a guardrail. The only thing that was protecting me from going over the cliff was the guardrail. And that was the universe telling me, slow your ass down. Stop it. <laughs> get some rest uh, and do something different. So everything went off, you know, without a hitch, you know, at the work, but I was exhausted. And so it's never worth it. I mean, it feels like it sometimes, but it's never worth it if you can't enjoy it. It's never worth it um, if uh, if you if you're making a lot of money and and you die before you spend it. Uh, before you can spend what you're making. So um, I had to get off, and that was an uh, awakening for me. I had to think about what I was doing, how I was doing it, and why I was doing it. And I would tell myself I'm doing this because, you know, I'm a single parent at this time, and, and I have to support my daughter, and I want to make sure she can do everything that she wants to do and that she needs to do, and, you know, my relationship, uh, personal relationship really sucked. Uh, when I say personal relationship, I think what me and a <laughs> me and a bag of, of potato chips in front of the TV, or me and a pizza. That was my personal relationship, um, and maybe some of you can relate to that um, because nobody is nobody has time um, to to wait to have fun because you're working. You know, there people are out doing things and and working and. And, and working all the time or being a workaholic takes away from uh, or can negative, I should say, negatively impact uh, your relationships with, with other folks. So, um, so that was, was uh, my story in terms of what, what I did. That. And I, it took me a while, you know, to really, um, uh, I don't want to say fess up because I think, you, you know, the thing about being a workaholic, you know you are. 
you've seen the symptoms. You know, you know, you know that this is it's not good for you. But you know, you're either very passionate. We talked about being passionate about, you know, your job to the point maybe almost of an obsession. You know, you can't turn it off. I used to tell people, you know, when I go lay down and go to sleep, I couldn't get my mind to stop. I was always thinking, thinking, thinking. And I'd be up in the middle of the night, you know, researching something. or And I would send things out. And people would ask me the next day, why did you send this to me at 3 in the morning? Why don't you sleep? I can't sleep. My mind just keep going, keep going. Um but you know what? You got to do that. Just like right now, we've got to go to break. We'll talk on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show hey welcome back we're talking about i just was telling you my story about being a workaholic and and uh uh, running into that guardrail was one of the things that kind of woke me up and said, whoa, you are not superwoman. You are not you know, superhuman. You, too, can uh, die just like anybody else. Uh, you're moving too fast. Slow down. Um, 
And uh, so that was sort of a wake-up call for me. Um, you know, it's one of those things where you get a jolt and then you're like, oh, I need to slow down, I need to stop. And then something, you know, is still compelling you because you got to keep going. And so that was what was happening to me. But I eventually uh, had to make a commitment to myself in terms of being better and having better health and, and wanting a better life. And I really had to think about it. And we'll talk more about that in a second. But, you know, as we look at the part of the problem in terms of uh, our culture, in terms of America, um, and we look at how we work versus other countries, uh, we're, you know, closer to the country at the bottom of the list to those countries that work more than than the countries that work less. I mean, if we uh, looking at the, uh, I think it was the Bureau of Labor Statistics I was in, where uh, Germany uh, uh, had uh, workers, uh, well, actually not Germany, Germans uh, work fewer hours each year uh, among the most developed countries. You know, so you've got Germany, uh, Denmark, Norway, the Netherlands, Switzerland, Iceland, uh, Sweden, France, the um, United Kingdom, um, Australia, Japan, Spain, uh, Canada, Italy, all those countries, on average, their workers work less hours than, than ours. And they also have great vacations uh, in many instances as well. The countries that have the, that work the most or work more than ours, Mexico, Costa Rica, Korea, uh, Russia, Greece, Chile, Israel, Turkey, Poland, the Czech Republic, then the United States. Ireland actually works, workers work actually less than, than our workers, as well as New Zealand. But, you know, think about that. You know, um, we are some of the hardest workers uh, and work, and our workers work some of the, the most hours in the world. But are we working that effectively? Are we working that efficiently? Are we working that uh, in lieu of... Uh, having building relationships in, in lieu of how it impacts our family, um, how it impacts our health, how it impacts our life. You know, are we really getting more done? Are we really uh, being more productive, um, being more creative, working all those hours? And I got to tell you, from a, a personal standpoint, and from what I know uh, from living and working all these years, is that it doesn't make us more productive. There's actually a point of no return. I mean, the more that you work, it doesn't mean that you're getting more done. Uh, and and at that point, you need to take a break. You need to step away. You need to find something else uh something else to do. Part of the problem in America, though, is that, and what makes it, I think, what's the difference between here and maybe other places is that uh, we have few protections against employers who who demand that, empl- that employees work. So there's no guaranteed right to uh, pay time off uh, for illnesses or having a baby or holidays or vacation. You know, there are some jobs uh, or some workers who don't have uh, vacation pay or sick leave pay. 
Uh, and in many instances, there's no cap on the hours per week uh, that uh, an employee can, uh, an employer can ask an employee to work. So, to some degree, that's part of the problem or part of the issue that we have and why you're seeing um, um, more and more people becoming or uh, being workaholics. And, and I would also uh, say, I, I also say that part of the other issue that we're having here is that uh, we feel we have to. In many instances, you might have to because you're not making enough on your on a minimum wage job to pay your rent or to you know take care of your expenses um, uh, and your expenses may be you know very nominal maybe just basic needs uh, that you may need to work two jobs because our rent is so high or you know food costs or maybe you've got a sick child or maybe you're sick you've got prescription drugs that are costing us so much money You've got a situation in some instances where if you're, uh, there's inequity of, of wages in terms of male or female, you know, you've got uh, some people working for less than $10 an hour. They don't have really a living wage. You know, so we have some real um, uh, issues or problems that are um, making or exacerbating uh, the workaholic issue here in our in our country, that some some of it can be handled. Uh, some of the systemic uh, uh, issues that exist are those things that can be erased or eliminated with a, a little more thought, a little more caring. Um, there was a CEO that I saw, or. Um, I want to say he, he was Salesforce.com, I believe. I, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but um, he was talking, you know, as his, his company, if they got bigger and they started acquiring more, more companies, one of the things that uh, he mentioned in this interview was that uh, he had three female executives come in and say, we're not being paid equally, or there's not equity in our salaries. And, you know, he, and he thought, Oh, you know, what do you mean? Sure, there is. You know, he knew what their salaries were, and, they, and but what he had forgotten was, as he was acquiring the co- other companies, uh, perhaps there wasn't equity in those particular firms, and so uh, he's making concerted effort for that to happen, uh, for the equity to, to to occur. But you know, that's just one person. That's just you know one uh, CEO. What if all CEOs did that? That would be great. Uh, they could break that cycle. Um, because, you know, one of the reasons is we, you know, when we talk about why do people work so hard, why do they do this to themselves? Well, sometimes uh, we see work as our identity. When we introduce ourselves, we say, hi, I'm I'm Carla and I am a consultant or I am a this or I'm that. We identify ourselves with our work. Uh, or... Um, Maybe work is all we have. You know, we don't have much else to do, uh, so we go to work. You know, we don't have hobbies, or maybe we don't have a lot of friends or friends who are close by that we can see. Or sometimes we we work to avoid things that are going on. It could be avoid facing something very bad, or, or there could be some fear um, that we're trying to work through or try to avoid, or we work to avoid going into an empty house. How many times have I heard people say that? Uh, we work, you know, 
just to avoid whatever it is or we're anxious we're afraid that if we don't work something terrible is going to happen or you know you've always worked this way and now you're afraid that if you don't work this way that you know you won't have enough money to do the things or to live the life that you wanted to do to live that lifestyle that uh, you have now acquired uh, and and kept and trying to keep that up um, so it is a a horrible cycle that we can find ourselves in uh, uh, as we as we work and it's why the US is the, is considered in some circles the most overworked developed nation in the world um, when they look at when people look at work-life balance you know they think about how much time you spend with your your family um, if you uh, according to the uh, Center for American Progress when you talk about work and family life balance and compared to 1960 only 20 percent of mothers worked but today you have 70% of our American children live in households where all the adults are employed. So it doesn't matter what gender, it doesn't matter who's home or not, but if they're all working, you know, it does have an impact or can have an impact uh, negatively on on the family. You know, so that's, there's not a lot of free time, you know, and, and you think about it, and I may be talking to some of you now who feel guilty um, because you get home late. Maybe the kids are already in bed or already asleep or you don't have uh, you haven't had the opportunity to, you know, sit down and have dinner with your family. You know, so the, that work life balance may just not be there just to have a. A nice, quiet conversation with your spouse because you're too tired or you're, or you're sitting at TV watching a movie and you fall asleep uh, just because you're so exhausted from from working. Um, uh, I didn't know this, but it says the U.S. is the only country in the Americas without a national paid family leave benefit. That's, uh, that says something. So the average is over 12 weeks of paid leave anywhere other than Europe and 20 weeks in Europe. Uh, that That's a lot. I mean, that, that really speaks to, you know, what we're valuing or what we're not valuing um, uh, ourselves. And when you, you know, talk about paid vacation, paid sick time, um, there's not a federal law requiring pay sick days. Uh, we're the only industrialized company that in the world that has no legally mandated annual leave. Um, in every country except Canada and Japan, uh, workers get at least 20 paid vacation days. Uh, in France and Finland, they get 30 an entire month off. Um, so it's it, you know there's a lot of things contributing to it, but and those things we may not be able to do anything right away about. But I want to suggest that there may be some other things that you can do for yourself to break this habit, and we'll talk more about that when we come back.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the Inside Out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Uh, as we're closing out the, sh- the show um, for today, I just want to you know, give you a couple of things to think about and a couple of things to maybe work on as you're going to. So I've talked about the impact of relationships, but I want to also make sure that I hit upon the fact that being a workaholic uh, does impact your health and it doesn't impact your health in a positive way most of the time. Um, When you think about conditions that lead to, uh, Arterial fibrillation. I think I'm arterial fibrillation. I'm sorry, I'm mispronouncing that. You know, you're you're at risk for heart failure, uh, blood clots, uh, stroke. I say blood clots. You think of blood clot? Yeah. Well, you know, if you're sitting for a long time, and a lot of our jobs are sitting at a desk, typing at a computer, or writing, or doing something, um, it can cause blood clots in your legs. Those blood clots will travel through your your bloodstream and can cause strokes or can cause other heart-related uh, uh, illnesses. Um, you're more likely to be obese um, uh, if you're a workaholic. Uh, you're more likely to be stressed, uh, inactive during, during your free time, depression, have, uh, be um, anxious, you're more likely uh, to smoke, which I found interesting, but as I thought about it, yeah, because a lot of times you're trying to do things with your hand. I see people smoking in one hand, and they say it relaxes them, but that's really contributing to uh, negatively to your health. Or you drink more, 
you know, saying, let me just have a drink and I'll go to sleep or I'm tired. Um, but really, you get less sleep. You know, average Americans sleep about 6.5 hours per night. And actually, that's not enough. They say we need at least seven to eight uh, hours or more a night. My daughter, I know, says she needs nine hours a night. And she does everything. She makes it a priority to get it. And I'm very proud of her for doing that. Um, but... Uh, we, what we've got to do is break the cycle. Um, and it's one of the things I had to learn how to learn to do. And it's one of the things I'm going to ask you. Uh, if, if you are, after our discussion today, feeling, you know, hey, maybe I am a workaholic or maybe I'm leaning in that direction. You know, what are some of the things that I could particularly do or that I maybe I need to focus on or think about? Uh, I just want to give you some of those things to consider um, that you have control of, that, that you can do for yourself because you don't have to uh, be a workaholic. There are things that you can do about it. You can break that cycle of being it. One of the first things uh, that I want you to do is to really look at yourself and think about, or be get, and I call it getting real with yourself. You know, have a real conversation with you. Today, even, um, have a real conversation with you by actually talking to yourself and and admitting that, you know, well, maybe I am a workaholic or I am a workaholic. You know, what are you working for? You know, ask yourself that question. What are you working for? You know, why? What is it that's driving you? What is it that's making you work this hard? Uh, you know, ask yourself, what's your fear if you were to work a little less? Okay. So what is it that you think might happen if you elect or if you decide uh, uh, that, you know what, I'm going to cut back uh, maybe five hours or ten hours. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work less or, you know what, I'm going to stop bringing work home. Now, that's one of the things I started doing, uh, I'll tell you, is that I started leaving work at home at at a, at a minimum of three days a week. Yeah. I would not bring work home. So out of five days, I only, might only bring work home two days. That's how I started it. Because other, other times, I had brought work home every day. And so I would work uh, eight, nine hours, ten hours at work, go home, or as many of us do, pick up or swing by Mickey D's or or the colonel, or whoever, whatever fast food I happen to see, pick something up, uh, come home, sit at a table, and, uh, you know, eat. Then about halfway through, I start thinking about the project or the work that I brought home, and I start working on that, and I'd be working on that for another couple of hours. So now I have coughed up 12, 14 hours of work, and now it's time to go to bed, but I can't. I've got it, you know, it takes me about 30 minutes maybe to wind down. You know, so you see what I'm saying? So stop bringing things home to work on and use that time differently. Um, and then what are you trying to avoid? You know, if, if, if the 
first two things I talked about don't work or you say, well, that's not me, then is there anything you're trying to avoid? You know, are you are you trying to avoid maybe having a serious conversation with, you know, your spouse or your significant other? Uh, are you trying to avoid looking at, you know, your at, at how you can um, be better at handling your credit cards or your finances or you're trying not to talk to your mother or your father. You know, what is something that you're trying to avoid? Are you trying to avoid admitting that maybe this is not the right career for you and you need to do something different? But think about maybe what are you trying to avoid. And also, what is, ask yourself, what's your ideal life? You know, what's your ideal life? What would you ideally work to do in a day, a week? What kind, What would you ideally like uh, like to do in terms of work uh, in a day? Or how would you like to spend your time? Or how about what would be the perfect day for you? If you could, if you could, if you could create your own life and work, what would it look like? Now, what were the things that you would like to do? And then, of course, you've got to be realistic because you can do these things. You can change your balance or your life between the balance of your life between work and that. So what do you got to do? Well, you got to assess your health, take better care of yourself. You need to make a plan and identify those things you're going to stop doing, but also those things you're going to start doing. And one of those things is you're going to look at how your relationships are and how you're going to be better at being a better friend, being a better lover, being a better spouse, being a better you, okay? Because that's what it's all about. You have those answers inside you. Just got to get them out. Take a minute, take time to be kind to yourself. Give yourself a break. You're going to feel guilty doing it, but in the long run, it'll pay off. Trust me. All right. Hey, it's been great talking to you today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And this is Carla saying, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Carla D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.